Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, hey, church, it's really great to be with you this morning. And, um, you know, that we're going to keep continuing our series with Nehemiah, making our way through chapter by chapter. And, um, you know, as I've been reading through chapter three, I've really been encouraged once again um, how a story of people coming together and working together um, is such an a, a inspirational thing. And as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about other stories that I've heard where people have had to to work together and um, make something happen and it reminded me um, of the story of the Great Ocean Road. You know the Great Ocean Road was actually built by over 3,000 returned servicemen by hand. They had no machinery, they had uh, nothing but picks and shovels, they had um, horses that were helping them too but apart from that it was all hard labour. It was something that had been talked about for a long time but it wasn't um, until the Geelong Mayor Alderman Howard Hitchcock actually brought the project to reality. He wanted to find a project that enabled there to be um, connection between the towns um, along the the surf coast and beyond Um, but as well as finding a way for the returned servicemen after World War One to find employment and so um, as I said there were already plans in place but nobody had taken it um, from anything more than a discussion point it had only just been a a thought process of what imagine what we could do uh, if we did this but how would we do it and then so it was um, elder that actually brought that dream into a reality. It enabled those little coastal towns to be able to have connection. What went, uh, what took a long time to have to to um, trail through and make a path through to get to those towns, suddenly became accessible. You know, they started that project in 1918, and it took them until 1932 to complete. But it took teamwork, it took people working together, um, sweating it out, getting dirty, rolling up their sleeves and, and doing stuff together for that to be able to become a reality. You know, it's that story that reminds me so much of where we pick up our series today in Nehemiah chapter 3. We hear the same sentiments um, today as as we make our way through that. You know, the the Great Ocean Road uh, was more than just making a road um, for people to be able to go on, but it was about connecting communities, connecting people together. And it really sounds like um, Nehemiah. You know, Nehemiah, as we've heard the previous couple of weeks, he heard about the demise of uh, the walls and the gates in Jerusalem. He knew that there was work to be done. But on top of just hearing about that, he wanted to do something about it. And so I love how um, we start in Nehemiah that he prayed and he fasted. He was seeking God. Hey, God, what part can I play? That's what we need to do too. If we hear of something, we're moved by something, that we would seek God and ask him, hey God, what is it? What part can I play? 
But more than that, then he goes to the king and he finds favor with the king. The king enables him to have resource uh, to go um, about and do the work that he wanted to do. We have just read in the previous chapter how he surveyed what the wall and the gates were like, that they were in demise, they were in ruins. And and Nehemiah just, in essence, rallied the troops. He said, okay, this is what we need to do. And that's where we pick up. In Nehemiah chapter 3 verse 1 it says this, Then Eliashib the high priest and the other priests started to rebuild at the sheep gate. They dedicated it. I love this. Here we've got the pastors getting out the front. They're rolling up their sleeves. They're getting things done. They're like, you know what? There's a job to be done. God, you want this done. And so here we are. And so I love that this very first verse in in, um, chapter 3 of Nehemiah has them at the forefront. You know, often the pastors that I know are the ones that are that are ready to go out in front. They're the ones that hear what God is saying. They're the ones that know God's heart um, for a project or, or for something to happen. And, and they're willing to get in there and do it. Um, you know, even back in the Old Testament, we see this to be true. They caught hold of the vision. You know, what started off as Nehemiah having uh, a vision of what could happen. Here we have the pastors getting in there and starting it up off the ground. You know, and then it says, and they dedicated it. You know, we need to learn something from that too. We need to dedicate or consecrate the things that we do to God. You know, um, to consecrate means to set apart, it means everything belongs to God, it means keeping Jesus at the center of everything that we do. And so here we read that the priests um, separated they work, the work that they were doing from merely just building a wall um, and some gates, which would bring protection um, to that city and would enable them to have a barrier of protection between them and their enemies to keep them safe uh, as it was, um, but that it was bigger than just a building project. God was going to use this project to do something in the hearts and the lives of people. You know, if they didn't have the walls and while it was all decimated with the wall down and the, and the gates down, then the city was susceptible to the enemy's attack. There was nothing that was going to be a hindrance or, 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 um, or be able to add some wall of protection there. And so I love that. You know, the pastors were there at the front starting the project off. It's a bit like us though, you know. Everything we do can either be a job, about getting tasks down, ticking things off a list, completing something, or it can be something that we allow God to work on us through. And that's what we see here. You know, Colossians uh, chapter 3, verses 23 to 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. You know, the only way situations are going to change in our lives that have lasting impact is if we partner with God. Nehemiah partnered with God. He got other people on board as well. 
We want to build things of substance. We don't want to build things that are here today and gone tomorrow. We want to hear God's heart for situations. In everything that we do, we want to be people that work knowing that God sees We want to partner with God. We don't want to run off in a different direction from him. We want to run alongside where he is going. The uh, next thing that we see through this chapter is that everybody had um, a part to play. We read that there are over 50 people named by name, not just generalized, but their actual names are listed here. 50 Their contribution to the task was appreciated, so much so that their names are listed here. That for me just reaffirms that God knows our name. God sees anything and everything that we do. And whether we get recognition here on earth or not, he sees. He sees all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. He sees the times, you know, when you might be on your knees crying out for somebody's life to be touched and transformed by him. He knows and sees. You know, there's nothing that we do that he doesn't see. There's nothing that that, um, he doesn't see in his glance. So what is our motivation? You know, when we do things, when we do things for God, where we might be serving him in our families, in our workplaces, um, in the church, whether or not we get recognition, do we understand that God sees and knows and appreciates the part that we play? We are all in this together. 1 Corinthians 12, 14 to 20 says this, In fact, the human body is not one single part, but rather many parts mingled into one. So if the foot were to say, since I'm not a hand, I'm not part of the body, it is forgetting that it's still a vital part of the body. And if the ear were to say, since I'm not an eye, I'm not really part of the body, it's forgetting that it is still an important part. Think of it this way, if the whole body were just an eyeball, how could it hear sounds? And if the whole body were just an ear, how could it smell different fragrances? But God has carefully designed each member and placed it in the body to function as he desires. A diversity is required, for if the body consisted of one single part, there wouldn't be a body at all. So now we see that there are many differing parts and functions, but one body. As each of us brings what it is that God's asked us to do, he finds a way to bring it all together and enable the body to keep moving and working the way that he wants it to do. There is no um, job that is more important than another. You know, if God asks us to do something, we need to do it with all of our hearts. Whether that is from little what we would perceive as menial tasks or something we seem to be even bigger, it doesn't matter to God. Every part we play helps him function the body together to see his kingdom grow and expand here on the earth. You know, in verse 5 we read, Next there were people from Tekoa, though their leaders refused to work with the construction supervisors. We read about these 50 people working together and here is a a group of people um, that were working But it's really interesting that the Bible would say 
um, though their leaders refuse to work with the construction supervisors. You know, it doesn't matter how good a vision or a plan might be, there are always going to be people that come up against it with opposition. You know, we read about this people group here were working and toiling. They were helping rebuild um, the wall around the city, even though their leaders didn't didn't get in there and do it. And as we read through um, Bible commentaries, you know, they would suggest that perhaps this happened because the leaders had an issue with submission. Perhaps this happened because they weren't the ones that were in control of the project. They weren't the ones that were instigating. They weren't the ones with the vision to move forward. They weren't the ones that had control. But I love that their people did see. They saw the vision that was there. They saw what could happen as people come and walk together. And they were willing to be part of that. They were willing to serve despite their leadership not being there. Opposition will come. It doesn't matter um, what um, happens. There's always going to be opposition when we are working um, in a way for, to bring God glory. There's always going to be stuff that happens, that comes up against us to bring distraction. But I love that these people just got in there um, to get it done. The heart of the people wasn't reflected by their leaders here. Let's not be people that think we know better. You know, as a vision is broadcast even in our churches, you know, those visions are sought from God. Our leaders, our pastors, Wayne and Ruth, seek God to want to see where he wants to go in the future. Let's not be ones that come and oppose that, that don't, that refuse to, to want to come under the vision. Let us be people that pick up the vision and run with it. That doesn't mean that we can't ask questions to get clarification, but let's not be opposers to the vision. Let's pick it up and run with it. You know, we also read here in verse 8 that skilled people all contributed despite their expertise in other areas. We read that there were priests, goldsmiths, perfume manufacturers, men, women, leaders, followers. It just didn't matter what part or expertise these people had outside of this project. They all got in there to, to get the job done. You know, the perfume maker didn't go, sorry, can't build a wall, I'm a perfume maker. The goldsmith didn't say, nah, I'm not going to work with stone, I only work with gold. No, each person used um, what they could to bring it to the rebuilding of this project, the rebuilding of these walls. You know, some work, some things that we may be um, asked to do actually don't necessarily take our expertise. They actually take our willingness. Let's not be people that say, no, I can't do that. That's not my area. Let's be people that are willing to serve God wherever he would have us, wherever he asks us to go. 
We've got to try new things. We've got to break out and move outside the confines of the boxes that we may have put ourselves in. Yeah, some people have an area of expertise that they're great at, but others of us have put labels over our lives that says, no, I can't because I don't have that capability. If God asks us to do something, that means he's going to grace us with the ability to do that. Let's not get so locked into a confine that says, no, I can't, and go, okay, God, well, if this is what you're asking me to do, I'm going to play my part. I'm going to do all that I can. And God, when I fall short, that's when I need you to come through. That's when I need your help and your guidance. Let's not be boxed into doing one thing. You know, Wayne has a saying that he often throws around, and it says this, on this team, everyone plays. On this team, everyone plays. What does that mean? That means that each and every one of us has a purpose and a calling in God that can be outworked within the church and beyond. Let's not get restricted to just a church, but let's see how the mission of what God has for us to fulfill can be outworked into our workplaces, into our families, into our social groups, into those um, neighbors that we have next door. You know, on this team, everyone plays. And really, I believe that's the, the, the takeaway that we get from Nehemiah, that each person played a part. Each person got in there and started rebuilding. They brought repair to areas where there had been brokenness. Luke 16, um, chapter t- uh, verse 10 says, And if you're faithful in the little things, you'll be faithful in the large ones. But if you are dishonest in the little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibility. Come on, let's be faithful with the little things that God gives us. The little things that we think don't matter but do matter to God. So what is it that we can learn from chapter 3 in Nehemiah? First of all, We've got to dedicate everything that we do to God. Got to keep him in the center of everything that we do. And when we do that, then whether we get recognition outside or not, it doesn't matter because we know that God sees and appreciates everything we do. Everyone has a part to play. Everybody has a calling. Everybody has skills and abilities. Everybody has an area that they can do something in to see God's kingdom extended. You know, God knows us all by name. He sees everything that we do. And even though that there are people that won't run with the vision sometimes, there will be others that will. Let's be that sort of people, people that pick up and go roll their sleeves up and say, all right, we're going here, no worries, let's do that. Hey, you know what? This person needs this done. That's fine. Even though it's not my expertise, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to do it anyway. And we've got to learn to break out of the box and embrace new opportunities to be part of something bigger. You know, sometimes opportunities come to us and they look like hard work. But that's okay because God uses those situations to draw something fresh and new out of us. Oftentimes something that we didn't even know existed or that God had planted there in our lives beforehand. 
Come on, why don't we pray? Lord, I thank you. Lord, how you've been speaking to us through these chapters and how you will continue into the following chapters of Nehemiah as well. Father, I just pray that we would be a people that would partner with you. God, that we would understand what it is to work with you on our side. Lord, I just pray that... um, those that have felt a little overlooked God that you haven't perhaps been seeing what they've been doing God I thank you that you've come even today to remind us that every single thing that we do God you see and Lord that everything that we work you see Lord you know us by name there's nothing about us that we can hide from you and I just pray God that we would be people that are builders not people that want to tear things down God, that we would be carriers of vision. God, that you would, um, even over these coming weeks, God, would ignite something afresh in each and every one of us of how we can carry on the vision that you have for our lives, for those around us, for our churches, for our families, for our workplaces. God, that we would be carriers of the vision. Lord, that we would be ones that build to see situations change. And Lord, we just want to say thank you thank you for always being with us for helping us leading us and guiding us we give you all honor and glory and praise come on church why not this week why don't you read again through nehemiah chapter 3 see how he might illuminate something afresh to you that you can take into these coming weeks months and years ahead be blessed Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.